I'm joined live now at hashtag P100HQ with Jerome Lexal, and we're going to be chatting about the major news events of the year. Jerome, thanks very much for joining me. Patrick, it's an absolute pleasure. I've, I've loved the P100, and thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for coming in, and thank you for saying that. Now, Jerome, you, you are, have something quite special happen to you a few years ago, 2011. What was that? Well, I was the man of the year in 2011. Um, I've been following Patrick's uh, reviews and reading them and waiting for them on, on... When do you release them? Boxing? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, just waiting for them. And one year, you know, I was very jealous. I hadn't received an award, any award. And then lo and behold, in 2007, it was, you know... 2011. I'm all over the place. I'm nervous, you know, I'm on the P100. 2011 was a great year. Um, you know, I... I I ran for election, I had twins, and I was Man of the Year. I know, and I, I thought that was fantastic. So, well done on being the 2011 Man of the Year. And we're here to talk about the major news events of 2015. And before I read out my top 15 of the year, I just wanted to talk about something very interesting that happened to you this year. You mentioned earlier that you ran for election, but this year you took that a step forward. What is your title at the moment, Jerome? So, I am the Mayor of the City of Ryde, um, the youngest ever Mayor of the City of Ryde, and probably the last ever Mayor of the City of Ryde. And how many how many people live in Ryde? What's the population it's that we're a, talking about here? 110,000. So, that's a six-figure population. It's, this is a, 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 a group of suburbs in northern Sydney, would you say? Yeah, it's, it's kind of on the cusp of, of... It's very central to Sydney, so it's, it's kind of northern Sydney, kind of western Sydney. Um, very diverse. I think we're one of the most diverse uh, LGAs, local government areas. Sorry, I'm speaking in poly speak. Areas in New South Wales. Um, yeah, really, really nice place to live. All right, so let's get let's get down to the story because I think it is one of the greatest stories of the year. <laughs> Jerome, start at the beginning and tell us how you came to be the mayor of Ride. So I was elected uh, to Ride Council in 2012. Um, I'm a first termer. Terms go for four years. And, um, you know, every year, Ride's one of the councils where every year the elected councillors choose who the councillor is. Now, other council areas have popularly elected mayors where every four years they vote like a president uh, for their mayor. Direct election? Direct election. Whereas in Ride, um, the councillors choose the mayor. Okay. And how many councillors are there? There are 12 councillors. Okay. Um, I'm a Labor councillor and there are only two Labor councillors of these 12. Mm-hmm. Now, that's very important, as you'll find out. Just uh, to continue, before you continue to tell the story, mm-hmm. just give us a party breakdown of the 12 councillors. Okay, sure. So, there's six Liberal councillors, uh, there are four independent councillors, mm-hmm. and there are two Labor councillors. And to become mayor, uh, you need, um, usually need, a majority of those 12. So, say seven. Mm-hmm. So... Odds on favourite each and every year are the Liberals. And just for any listeners not from Australia, the Liberal Party in Australia are the Conservative Party. So that's the equivalent of the, the Tories in the United Kingdom or the Republican Party in America. And the Labor Party is the, the union-based party or the socially progressive-based party, which would be similar to the Democrats in the United States and the Labor Party in the United Kingdom. Yeah, that's right. So continue to tell the story. You're one of two Labor can- Labor councillors, mm-hmm. and and the election comes around. Yeah. So come September, um, uh, you know, I thought I need to put my hat in the ring. Uh, so I started ringing around amongst the independents and some of the liberals. Um, no, actually, no, I didn't ring the liberals. Just the independents because I knew the liberals were going to vote for one another. Anyway, we get to the night. Um, I'm one of three candidates for mayor. Uh, who are the other two candidates? Uh, councillor Artin at Metchian, uh, who's a Liberal councillor, mm-hmm. and Councillor Terry Perham, who's a veteran of Ride. You know, for those who live in Ride, you would know Terry Perham. He's been 
uh, on council for t- over 20 years. And is he, uh, what party is he from? He's independent. He's independent, okay. Yeah. So uh, out comes the first vote. Uh, there are six votes for the Liberal candidate, as there are six Liberals. There are three votes for Councillor Terry Perham, and there are three votes for me. Um, now, you would think usually the person with the most votes win, but that's not how it works. That, they, uh, that, person, had a, that person had a plurality, but not a majority. That's right. So there was that, and uh, you need to... to the, the way the system works is that you have to have two candidates face off of one another. So we had to eliminate the lowest... Uh, the, the candidate that received the lowest amount of votes. Uh, that was between Terry and I. As we were deadlocked at six, uh, at three all, um, out comes the box. And uh, he who was removed from the box was eliminated. So when you say the box, this is like drawing drawing straws or drawing names out of a hat. Yeah, names out of a hat. Okay. Um, but, you know, it was, you know, it was a bit more... Uh... So do you, want, do you want your name to come out of the hat or not? No. So in, in the first round, you don't want... You want you don't want your name to come out of the hat because the name that comes out is eliminated. Okay, so both you and Terry's name go in the hat. Correct, and they had the whole thing where you know, like like in FIFA, where they 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 show you they show you the name and then they put it in a little vial and then they put it in the box. Oh, this is oh, it was it must have been very exhilarating. Oh yeah, and so I mean, and so they draw they draw a name out of the hat and whose name is it? So Terry Perham's name comes out of the hat and Does he's eliminated. He's eliminated. So we moved to the second round. So we moved to the second round. Okay. Yeah. It's like the Hunger Games a bit, really. Uh, so we moved to the second round, and of course, everyone gets to vote again. So okay. it's the two candidates remaining, and myself and Councillor at Mechian. Uh, he retains his six votes. Yes. All the six Liberals. Um, and I pick up Terry's three votes, including Terry, of course. So it's now six all, Patrick. Six all, okay. And, and you know what happens at six all? We go you, back to the box. You get the hat out again, do you? <laughs> yeah. And so... And but right. this time, this time, you want your name picked out because the one that's picked out wins, whereas before, the one that's picked out loses. Quick question. Does Jeff Probs derive to do any of this drawing? Because there is a real survivor feel to everything oh, there you're is. telling me. And there's the sorting hat, of course, but um, no, no, okay, none so, of that. So there was a general manager that... that acted as returning officer okay an Um, invigilator (laughs) so in the the names go again the same routine you know here's uh, Councillor Mechin here's uh, Councillor Laxal in they go Jerome's surname is Laxal yep so um, yeah and then this time he who was pulled out of the sorting hat wins so this is when you want to be pulled off you want to yeah you want want to be taken out in the second round and and you know, I, did, I was pulled out, and I was the mayor, and and so you you won, you lost an election three to nine, and yet you won the mayoralship. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only got a quarter of the first round vote, and I got the mayoralty. It's it's ludicrous. You know, I've been advocating for reform of local government for four years. And here I am, benefactor of one of the one of the biggest oddities um, that exists. And uh, Jerome, do you ever play the lotto, or do you ever <laughs> buy some scratchies? I've always been a pretty lucky guy, Patrick. I, I once remember going out um, on a big night at university. We were just at a pub, and there was a meat tray, and you know I bought a couple of tickets just for the hell of it, and I won. And we're going out to the pub. Like, I didn't know what to do with the meat tray, so I had to give it to someone else. I didn't want to carry a tray of meat with me out of town. So, anyway, um, yeah, I've been lucky. And, and you know, I did buy a lottery ticket after I, I won the mayoralty. Um, I didn't win then. I think I've used all my luck uh, 
this year and for a mm. couple of years more. And that's um, bad news because you are a Leeds fan, isn't it, Brad? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I feel like I've sucked luck off every team I support. I also go for Sydney FC and the Tigers, and yeah, I've sucked. I've sucked that's West Tigers, West Tigers, by the way, sorry, to our Victorian listeners. Yes. Thank you very much for coming in and telling us the story about how you became the mayor. I'm now going to read out my 15 news events of 2015, and then we're going to have a chat about these news events and then reveal our man of the year. Number 15. Patrick becomes a minor celebrity after writing a Hottest 100 blog post. Number 14. David Cameron apparently fucked a dead pig in the mouth while reading philosophy, politics and economics up at Oxford. Number 13. Bill Gibson pretended to have cancer in order to spread the cancer of alternative therapies. Number 12. Ashley Madison hack exposes potential cheaters and a definitely cheating website. Number 11. Choppergate sides down the speakership of Brummel Bishop. Number 10. Prime Minister Tony Abbott makes a mockery of our national day by knighting Prince Philip. Number nine, Ireland votes for marriage equality. Number eight, FBI takes down Sepp Blatter and his FIFA cronies. Number seven, gunmen attack the Charlie Hebdo office in Paris. Number six, the Bali Nine ringleaders Andrew Chan and Marin Sukaraman are executed in Indonesia. Number five, Dylan Roof kills nine people in a shooting spree at the AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina. Number four, Donald Trump leads a field of ultra-morons for the GOP nomination for the 2016 presidential election. Number three, Malcolm Turnbull cleaves out Tony Abbott to become Prime Minister. Number two, multiple terrorist attacks kill 130 people at the Bataclan, Stade France and in the streets. And my number one news event of 2015 was the atrocious treatment of Adam Goods while he was playing for the Sydney Swans through the 2015 AFL season. Jerome, what did you think about my list there of the top 15 news events? I think it captured, you know, a bit of pop culture, politics, um, world events. You know, it it was a great list and some of it, you know, uh, brought back a few memories. I mean, obviously the stuff in Paris was awful. Um, The treatment of Adam Goods, I think, is a worthy number one. Um, I I guess it just showed, you know, Australia's underbelly, unfortunately. Um, But it was good to have discussions about it. You know, it got people talking at the water cooler, as John Howard used to say. Um, about how he was treated. Um, but he's a niggling player, isn't he? Well, you know, <laughs> just as, kidding. As all hashtag victim, irony. Hashtag irony. All, as we know, all victims bring it on themselves, <laughs> oh, don't they, Jerome? Hashtag well, irony. I, and, and that brings me to my man of the year. Uh, my man of the year is Adam Goods. I thought that the dignity with which he held himself through this period was a, a real uh, example to everybody. And I think that he's a fantastic representative of the Indigenous Australian community, the Australian sports community, the Australian community, all, all, all part, everything that makes us Australian, I think that he represents uh, brilliantly and fantastically. And I, I was deeply, deeply ashamed at the way that he was treated during that period. And uh, I still think that throughout that whole time, he, he conducted himself remarkably well. I thought that the dance that he did, the war dance he did during the Indigenous round was fantastic. I thought it was that was what sport is for me. It's seeing people express themselves through uh, the best they can do physically, but also showcasing culture and intellectualism at the same time. And so that's why Adam Goods is my 2015 Man of the Year. Jerome, is there anything you would like to add? 
Well, I think, you know, it's it's hard to argue with anything you've just said, Patrick, but I'd like to... Um, but you're going to try it anyway? <laughs> I'm going to try it. No, I'm not. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, it's, it's, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, I think that you deserve special mention. Oh, I know you. this, you know, like a typical politician, I'm sucking up, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I don't live in your electorate. Though, no, you so. don't, you don't. But, um, you know, Patrick, for those who don't know, does a weekly show. I'm sure you spruiked it um, on, on the P100 already. Uh, it's 90s style. It's something that, you know, brings... I know a lot of friends and family around uh, the wireless uh, or the Bluetooth speaker. Sky News television personality Luke Doherty described it as appointment listening once. Yes, it is appointment listening. And it's one that, you know, um, my wife and I usually, you know, watch telly or whatever. But on Wednesday nights when, when Patrick... Um, broadcast uh, 90s style we come together and, and have a TV free night and reminisce about music and what we were doing in the 90s because uh, my wife Karen and I didn't know each other in the 90s so oh. yeah we find out a bit more about each other every day and you bring that joy and entertainment oh. uh, into it's, our living I'm, room I'm, as, I'm blushing as red as an Arsenal jersey <laughs> <laughs> right now, Jerome. Jerome, what were your favourite uh, movies and music of 2015? Well, because um, I've got kids, I don't get the opportunity to go out and see films too often, but I did make a special trip on my birthday uh, to watch James Bond. Um, now, I'm not saying... Spectre. Spectre. I'm not saying it's the greatest movie of all time, but it was a good escape for me. Good entertainment, you know, for 20 bucks or whatever uh, a film oh, costs. I, I, I really like Spectre. Yeah. I had it at number three, as okay. we heard in the in uh, my section of the P100 where I talked to Pete Wells yep. about films. Yep. And your favourite music? Um, so, again, uh, to Drake, Hotline Bling. I don't know why I love it, but I'm just drawn to it. I think it's the you dancing. Used to, you used to. <laughs> I heard someone the other day that had it as their ringtone. Who has songs as ringtones anymore? Well, what I love about that is that it's meta. It's because it's a song about ringtones <laughs> yeah. that he's using. As, that's fantastic. Why and, don't you call and other, me on my cell phone? <laughs> and other songs you like? And Downtown by Macklemore, two really catchy songs. Um, Hotline Bling, Downtown. Um, yeah, kind of an insight into my personality, maybe. But uh, just no, I think that, I think that they're two. good choices for, for your favourite songs of the year. And can you please introduce the next song in the countdown? The next song on the countdown is Sugar by Maroon Five. 